Hey everyone, I'm Brian McKay, and this is Snorkeling with Narwhals. And you may be wondering, what is Snorkeling with Narwhals? Well, this is a podcast that I started about six years ago uh, with my friend Eric Brown and eventually my friend Ronnie Cox. He became a co-host with me. And it was kind of just a, a random podcast where, you know, we'd talk about different topics like concerts, relationships, we'd play games. Um, and then it didn't last more than a year. And then I brought it back in 2018 as a solo pod. And that lasted two episodes. And I brought it back in 2019 or 2020. And that lasted about two or three episodes, maybe four. Uh, So it's been a very hit or miss, you know, thing. But I want to podcast. I, you know, I, I had one with with my friend Evan, but that didn't work out. Uh, And I really wanted to do this, but it's like, I can't do it alone. So I have enlisted the help of one Matthew Gordon Slippy, the third. The third. (laughs) I am the first, actually. Oh, okay. I have I said the third before. <laughs> um, I don't remember if you said the third or if I made that part up. It's nice though. <laughs> I always I always like the numbers. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. I, I'm I'm honored. I feel like I got the fast track to the hosting job. Um, it's <laughs> it's uh, it's fun to to be doing this again with you. I've dabbled a little bit in podcasting, obviously, uh, mostly through you. So, yeah. Good to yeah, be recording. So- yeah, so for for context, um, we went to college together, and I used to host radio shows on campus, and every now and then, uh, so he's going to say his name is Matt, I'm just going to call him Slippy, because that's just what I call him, I told him that, I, I told you, you're, you're just going to be Slippy forever, um, but he would occasionally guest host or co-host my radio shows with me uh and it was just so fun you brought an energy to the shows that was just completely random like (laughs) i remember (laughs) one of my shows uh it was psalms and songs just the songs where we were playing a cd by the band i am they and like we just they weren't (laughs) no (laughs) I Am They was good. All Sons and Daughters was the uh, bad one. That's the one. Ugh. Ooh. Yeah, we did a few. I mean, I Am They, we would often theme it around like a new album that had come out from uh, a given band. And so, you know, sometimes you're sitting through a new album and it's like, wow, this is this is excellent. Or, you know, it's middle of the road. And then occasionally you just get a real flop. And yeah, you know, it's the that flops was... that often stand out. Yeah, and no offense to all sons and daughters, because they are good, but they're very, you can't listen to a lot of them at the same, you know, in one sitting. But no, I mean, we were talking about I Am They and listening to the CD, and we got off on a tangent about, like, attractive sounding singers. (laughs) And it was completely random, completely off the wall. We would talk about, like, food on campus, like, we we would get our friend Molly... Like I, she was at Bruno's, which was uh, the place on campus where you could get food. And I think like you tried to get her to bring you food like in the studio. I don't know if I'm making that up. I might be making I, that I'm up. I'm sure that I did because Bruno's was kind of it was the closest food option to to the recording booth. And yeah, you totally. We're not allowed to have food in there. No, you you weren't even really allowed to be in there without me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but Uh, You had to be alone in there one time because one time my nose started bleeding like mid like we had just come back from a song and I was going to, you know, like, hey, you know, you're listening to Psalms and songs, just the songs. This is this was Chris August and uh, my nose is bleeding. And you're like, what, really? So I had to like run to the bathroom and just I think we immediately went back to the music. So. In yeah, fact, we've had I some actually, fun times. I turned off the recording at that time and, you know, just broadcast whatever I wanted for five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I would not have been happy. <laughs> You'd have been none the wiser. Baron just would have been, uh, <laughs> for those listening, you know. Would have you would have just been like, Slippy has taken over the radio. What's going on? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's in World War Three. 
<laughs> this is an um, emergency broadcast <laughs> of the slippy warning system. That's right. But so then I think we had talked about then doing a show with uh, our friend Brett. I remember it was, I don't know why, but it was three guys and a camel. I don't know if you remember this. Uh, I don't remember the camel. There was a camel. I don't know how the camel like got involved, but you wanted to make the logo uh, like a silhouetted camel with turds. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, that's coming back. Sounds right. <laughs> and for some reason, that show never ended up happening. Um, one of I'm I'm very good at coming up with ideas and then never actually like following through on them. But no, finally, we are hosting a show together. I like to call this Snorkeling with Narwhals the Next Generation. I don't know if we're allowed to say that since it's a Star Trek thing, but you know, who's really going to say anything? I mean, you're not ripping it off of them. This is original. It's it's in homage, homage, homage. To, to Star Trek because that has Patrick Stewart in it. And Patrick Stewart is amazing. He's the man. He is. He should be in everything. But uh, so just a little context for what the show is going to be. It's going to be kind of random. And that sounds like a cop out. And it sounds like, wow, why would I want to listen to a podcast of just two guys talking about whatever pops into their head? Uh, I mean, we're going to talk about college, like our our experiences in college. We're going to talk about football. We're going to talk about movies, anything like we, we have a list of just tangents that we're ready to go off on. And I think it's going to be really fun. What do you think, Slippy? Oh, I don't know. You've set it up a little bit high for the audience. We'll have to see. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But no, I guess we should talk a little. I mean, we talked a little about the shows we hosted together, but we should probably talk about how we met. So Mm. we had a mutual friend named Evan, who was awesome. And I think... I was just like, we were eating lunch in Bruno's one day, and then you came over, and, like, that was literally just it. Like, that's how we met. I I just inserted myself into whatever conversation you were having, probably uh, with with no no sense of manners whatsoever. It's quite possible. We'll get into your your manners later, because there's a story there, too, but... No, we just, it was one of those things where we had a mutual friend, and that's actually how I met a lot of my friends in college was through Evan. Like, we just, you know, we we got to know each other by just hanging out in school or at lunch, or, you know, just, we had we ended up having a couple classes together, one at least. Um, but no, that's that's literally, it's not this phenomenal story of how we met we literally just met and became friends um but to go to your manners so there was a day uh i was getting picked up from class for the day and my mom had to go into the student union building and i'm sitting in the car my sister's sitting in the car and I see you walk by and I'm you like start walking towards the car. I'm like, oh, he's going to say hi. And then I'm like, oh, he's going to come sit in the back seat. And then you <laughs> went to the driver's seat and you started to drive away for yeah. like two seconds. The briefest ever carjacking. Really. Yeah. And then my sister yelled at you and right. told you to get out of the car. <laughs> Uh, in hindsight, you know, I'm sure it was terrifying for her. Uh, I I did not introduce myself uh, upon entering the vehicle. And I uh, I didn't actually know that she was in there because I approached from the, the driver's side. So yeah. I thought, you know, oh, here's a, this is, I don't know what I thought. You're a college boy, so it's not like thinking is really that involved. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I hopped in the driver's seat, moved it down. Uh, the road a little bit and uh, you know after enough yelling I realized the situation was probably not one I wanted to continue to push so yeah and what's really funny what's really funny is that um, I think your plan was actually to just pull into a parking spot and make my mom find the car well the Uh, prank wasn't so much on your mom it was more about like 
I knew you were standing on the sidewalk still. I kind of figured she would be left out of it because she like, you know, she'd gone into the building or something. Oh, no, I was in the car when you did this. You, oh, you got into the car. Okay. Yeah, I was in the back. Um, See, she, your sister should have been fine. Well, so what she eventually, she apologized to me for yelling at my friend and i you know i accepted the apology but then it's like in hindsight it's like no you were well within your rights you did not owe owe anybody an apology she did not owe anybody an apology (laughs) as far as she knew i think she like i i think i said something to you so she knew that i knew you but like as far as she knew some random guy was just coming in and driving the car away so well if she's listening here here's my apology i'm sorry (laughs) (laughs) i will make sure she hears that um but yeah no that was that is uh that was one of the the more fun stories we uh what else did we do you tried to teach me how to ride a bike yeah that was interesting senior year i think isaiah may have been there he was Uh, and yeah you so how how much progress have you made since then i gave up Oh yeah. Pretty much after that day. It was a uh I felt like we had we had set you up pretty good, you know, on a straight path. It was relatively flat, you know, nobody in sight. You know, I was like, this is good. If if we're gonna learn to ride a bike, this is the spot. And I think, you know, in some way, shape, or form, I just assumed that there wasn't going to need to be any learning <laughs> involved. <laughs> And then, and Isaiah is like, yeah, you just hop on it and you you just start pedaling. And, and like when you've ridden a bike for much of your life, that is all you, like, you don't think about it. It's second nature, but to teach somebody again, you have to actually think about it. And, you know, I did not go through those paces with you. So Uh, here's, here's my second apology on the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Well, so here's the thing I've, I've accepted that I'm probably never going to need to ride a bike um, and that I'm probably never going to learn. Now, I also don't know how to swim, which I probably should learn because you never know uh, when you're going to be like, I don't know, in a hurricane Mm -hmm. on on the ocean. That's probably not going to happen, but. Well, it limits you know. your your uh, the number of roles you can accept as an actor too, right? Like you can't be, you'll never get to do, uh, you know, the Tom Hanks role and jump in the water to chase Wilson unless they put a life jacket on you. No, oh, Wilson, that part makes me so sad. Oh, spoiler alert! <laughs> oh well, you know, Castaway is a twenty-two-year-old movie. If you don't know what happens by now. Uh, then, you know, that's kind of on you. I think the spoiler alert, the spoiler warning is passed. And maybe we should just tell everyone, like, if you're listening to this, there's going to be spoilers for movies. Yeah, we're just going to spoil everything. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, but yeah, no, what was I going to say? I lost my train of thought. We were riding bikes. We were riding bikes. I skipped class for that, by the way. I did not know that. Uh, I did. Well, it was Dr. Kang's class. Uh, he's the best. He is the best. Um, it was a class that had like five people in it. I actually added it late. It was the only time I ever late added a class. I'd late dropped classes before. Sure. But I had to like get people to sign off on it to let me join the class. Because uh, it was like two or three weeks in already. And but... Did you select it just because he was the professor? No, well, I think I needed another class, like, for my major, um, and I think I had dropped another class, so I had an open spot, so I wanted to, you know, I don't remember why I wanted to get in. I think I just, I figured I would get the class while I could, mm-hmm. um, but, yeah, I skipped that day to to try to learn how to ride a bike, and it did not work out. So, was it worth it? Let me work well, it. Thankfully, you didn't crash or anything like that. You know, there are stories like that. And there were people walking by, and they're probably like, what the heck is this kid, like, doing trying to ride a bike? 
<laughs> at like 20 years old. <laughs> do you think do you think it was obvious what we were trying to do? I think so, because like there I don't know, I, I probably didn't look very um like stable on the bike and there's two people standing around me. <laughs> That's true. And we also did not we didn't bring training wheels or anything like that. I don't know. No, well, that would have made it even worse. That would have been humiliating. That would have been absolutely humiliating. You wouldn't have done it. No, I would not have done it. Um, But that makes me think of. uh, So my dad didn't know that I would skip class sometimes. (laughs) (laughs) And it was one of those things. I wouldn't skip class if it was going to hurt me. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I mean, you graduated. Yeah, I graduated. But um, it makes me think of how, like, I think my freshman year, I skipped two classes and that was because it was the like the last week of classes and I had not missed any classes. I just said classes like five million times, but I didn't need to be there. So I was like, I asked the professor, he's like, yeah, you don't have to be there like you should be, but you don't have to be. So I didn't go. And then occasionally, like the next year, I would skip class to work on stuff for other classes. And then uh, eventually it would just you know, you always hear the saying that once the idea of skipping class enters your mind, it's too late. That oh, yeah. happened starting like junior year where you're just like, mm, I don't really feel like going to this today. So it is strange how quickly it transitions. Like, you know, you you graduate from high school and then you go to college um, and it's a business like it. It still feels like school and it is school, but it is a transaction and they they really, as an organization, don't really care if you skip or if you don't pass even. You know, they're not pushing people through in a way that I feel like public school somewhat does. Yeah, uh, humanities classes were more like you had to show up. You could miss a certain amount uh, mm-hmm. before they'd start to dock your grade. But like the science classes, like they did not care. Like you could just, whoops, I hit a box. Uh you could just like not go to class and like, oh, that's fine. But <laughs> yeah. we'll see you next year. Yeah. You know, uh, I had a class, I had a stats class that speaking of like the sciences and math and whatnot, where I was told that I was the highest grade ever and lowest grade ever for a communication major on the final because I was the only one that had ever done. Did you have have, uh, Patterson for that? No, I had Dr. Rudder. Oh my gosh. Patterson was tough. Stats was a tough class for me. Well, see, so what I did is I think I took, I took a stats class. Which one was that? It was junior. I think that was junior year. I don't remember because I took a couple with him, but uh, I took the tougher one and then i took the prerequisite after so the when i took the prerequisite it was like the easiest class in the world because i had just taken the like the really tough one but stats is tough like you wouldn't think it's tough but stats gets really difficult (laughs) it it's one of those i'll call it a math class uh just yeah i mean it is it's one of those where like you know it's math if you didn't do the work like you you cannot just come to the test and try and understand right it or, or like wing it because you think it's multiple choice it's like nope you're gonna read this problem and <laughs> you're you're gonna put down your work and put down an answer and yeah you know or you're not yeah and i found myself very quickly uh, whipped into shape by that class yeah stats weed out class <laughs> it's like i took econometrics too uh i don't there was a time where i was gonna get the actuary certificate and Mm -hmm. econometrics was one of the classes so for some like that's one of those random things that like i just randomly have on my transcript like that i took this weird like i don't even remember like how to describe it it was like a mix of like stats and econ and it was not fun it was not great no, I don't uh, think I ever dabbled in that. So they, I would. They wouldn't have let me in. <laughs> I wouldn't. It wasn't that fun. Um, but yeah. So that I think is is enough about how we met. I mean, we don't want to waste all our stories because another thing that we didn't mention 
is uh, we plan on having guests with us, like people that we went to school with and people that we know, like, you know, my siblings, Slippy, I don't know about your siblings. Um, Co-conspirators, yep. Yeah, basically anyone. You know, we could have anyone on this show. Um, So we don't want to waste all of our stories yet. But we are going to shift off a little. Talk about football, because I don't know about you, but football is my favorite sport. Uh, nothing really comes close to that. Well, I have to, I have to come clean here. So literally five minutes before we started recording, I just finished the first formula one race of the season. And here's the big spoiler. Ferrari won the race and they are the team I've been supporting for years. Actually, since probably around the time that we met, I've been watching F1 and I'm thrilled. I'm like, I'm hyped up on adrenaline right now because nice. they're my team. It's probably uh, it's probably a tie of favorite sport with the NFL. I really oh, wow. Love. Really? Uh, yeah, I, I love F1. But I don't have... Uh, it's not super popular here in the States. So, yeah, that's um, true. You know, it's not like I can find groups to, to chat about it with. Um, oh, I'm sure you could if you went looking. But if I... Yeah, if I looked around, you know, but you want it to... With football, you can just, like, some of your friends also happen to like football. And then you just, like, talk football with them like we do. Yeah, Um, it's tough to find just Formula One people. Yeah, Netflix has done a good job. They've got their Drive to Survive series. And that uh, has brought a lot of Americans into the sport. Is that the one Bill Simmons was talking about one on his podcast? He probably did. It's it's probably the only major gap in their well maybe not the only one but it's it's a significant gap in their sports coverage. Yeah, the uh, Ringer for those who don't know. The the Ringer network. Yeah. Uh, me and Slippy love the Ringer. It's you know Bill Simmons is the head honcho there. Uh, I think he's wonderful. I I I do I I mean he's like the best at what he does. Yeah, sports and pop culture is just phenomenal to me. But we're going to talk a little bit about some football because uh, we are both fans. I am a Los Angeles Rams fan and Slippy, you are a Steelers fan. Yes. And I am born and raised in Pittsburgh. So see, I am from Erie, so I have no like geographical ties to the Rams. You're in an Um, NFL dead zone, really. Yeah, I could. I could root for the Steelers, the Bills, or the Browns, and I don't want to root for any of them. Um, But I chose the Rams when I was, like, five because of their logo. At that point, it was just the Ram horn. They didn't have, like, an actual, like, logo logo. Um, And I liked the Ram horn. I called them the swirls. Right, because it was just, just like, a, a swirl. And you wouldn't have even known what it was, probably, unless they had called it like if they hadn't called their team the rams you'd have been like what is this right yeah. but good um, logo though. i mean it's it's such a good helmet logo and they changed it recently it still looks pretty good but um yeah so i recently had the pleasure of the rams winning the super bowl which it's so funny because now it's like i i kind of don't know what to do because yeah, we had to get this out of the way early. <laughs> well, Everyone, Brian's team won the Super Bowl. Whoop de doo. <laughs> <laughs> well, so the last time they had won the Super Bowl, I was six, I think, maybe yeah. seven. I was pretty young. Um, so, you know, this this was the first time that I got to enjoy Super Bowl victory as an adult, and it was wonderful, and. You know, I just, I don't know. I don't know how to feel now, though, because it's like as a fan, this is what you aim for is to win a Super Bowl. And especially as a Rams fan, I have endured mostly a lifetime of like disappointment and failure. But now it's like they won the Super Bowl. and I'm like, I don't know what to do now. Like they could suck next year and I'd be okay with that because they finally did it. And I'm like, I don't like it's disappointing, though, whenever you have some of the same a lot of the same core players and then you get different results it does feel like okay was it just a fluke like we have the same team right and you will you will largely have the same team except for a couple of notable key 
changes lately. Yeah, the Rams have lost. Uh, actually, you know, they made such a big deal last year that Tampa Bay was bringing back all their starters. Like, yeah, that helped them so much. Um, did all right. They did they, all right. They but did that's, all right. But if you got Tampa Bay's results this season, you would be happy. I would be. But uh, guess who eliminated Tampa Bay? <laughs> Uh, <laughs> um, they shall rename nameless <laughs> um but no the rams have had some big losses uh i'll start with andrew whitworth the offensive tackle who was 40 years old he was so good um i'm so happy that he got to win a super bowl so he was our left tackle and he's gonna be tough to replace like because we lost uh at least one other lineman maybe two i don't remember but yeah, it I think it's weird for him to retire having, you know, like it didn't seem like he was really gassed. I mean, he was still obviously a very effective player to have brought them a Super Bowl win. I think it's it was like just he was a non, you know, factor. No, he right. was I mean, he was still playing really well. I think it was just that he's 40. Mm-hmm. It's his time. You, you can't really go out any in like any better way than winning the Super Bowl. Then they showed um, that video of him sitting on the field with his kids after the game, and he told them then that he was going to be retiring. Did you see that? I did, and I thought it was so interesting because how did they keep that video? Uh, I, I don't know. It must have been, you know, either like a fan who recorded it and kept that under wraps or, you know, maybe a family member or something. But, well, there yeah. were there were cameramen and like people filming there were people it. everywhere yeah so it's like they must have just as like this uh, i guess a courtesy like let him be the one to say that he was retiring because it's like well he obviously knew i keep hitting a box that's sitting next to me i probably also shouldn't be announcing that but <laughs> i can't i can't hear it so <laughs> ne- neither can they <laughs> um but whitworth it's like they must have just as a courtesy like let him be the one to announce that he retired because he must have known that he was going to uh, so that's a big loss. Lost Von Miller, which yeah. that makes me kind of sad, but I'm glad that we had him for the Super Bowl. Uh, he definitely helped out. Yeah. Uh, he signed a big contract with the Bills. Sure did. It's like six years, 120 million. And, you know, those are never like. Is that the guarantee? No, that's I think that that's the total like numbers. And, you know, it's never going to be six years, $120 million. Like, it's never going to turn out to be that whole amount. No. But for someone, I mean, he's he's kind of getting up there in age. I'm shocked that he signed. Oh, I thought he would sign like maybe a two year deal with someone or a three year deal. But um, the Bills got a good player. Oh, but yeah. and the Bills, you know, it's not like they're hurting for players right now either. No, I mean, they They've been just fine. They uh. They could be dangerous next year. I mean, they were they looked good at the end of the year this year. Uh, but we'll get to the two Rams players that hurt me the most in their leaving. So first off is Johnny Hecker, the punter, which I know what you're thinking. Like, that sounds ridiculous. The punter. But he legit was like the best punter in the league. Well, and how long was he with the Rams? For 10 Quite years. Yeah. Yeah, so and, he's a part of your team. Yeah, and he was one like he he could throw well enough that they'd do trick plays with him where he would, you know, fake punt, throw the ball. Uh he he could just punt it so well like, you know, he would spin it really yeah. well. He would get it inside the 20 really well. Uh and he was just such a good guy. Like I'm so sad that that he is leaving. I mean, I'm glad that he he just signed with the Panthers. So good for him, but like, I was like, oh, man, like, who would have thought I would have been so sad about a punter? But the well, now one... you're going to the age of nostalgia is going to set in because this is now a Super Bowl era team. So they're they're going to be somewhat cemented in time as like yeah. this group was the group. Well, and I'm so like uh, he's another one where it's like I'm glad like he can now say like Super Bowl champion with the Rams. Like mm-hmm. that is that is on his resume. Uh, but the other one that makes me sad Robert Woods, one of my favorite players on the Rams. This made me sad and, like, confused. When he, when he plays. Well, so he he has, I think it was Lewis Riddick on, from ESPN who said it, that uh, he'd missed, like, one game prior to this past season with the Rams. 
Yeah. Uh, but he tore his ACL this past season. So obviously he missed like half the season. But he was such a good receiver. He was one of those players that I think every team should have where mm-hmm. he is just a really good receiver. He'll do whatever the team needs. And like Lewis Riddick said, like he was he was a good player and a good locker room guy. Yeah. Um, He's just one of those players that I think every team would be lucky to have. So you the Rams, a, a reliable receiver who's going to be able to get those routes down. You know, he's going to be in every single game. Pretty good at blocking. Really you know, good at blocking. The, the locker room aspect is, is huge. Uh, and we don't really see that for, you know, the, the time they're on the field. But even still, it's like, you know, those things have an impact on the, it's a domino effect in the, in the team sometimes. And right. Receiver cores tend to be exactly that, a core of, of people who, you know, when you change one factor, it will affect everybody. So part of why he got traded, I think, is because the Rams signed Allen Robinson from Chicago. Definitely an upgrade. Yeah, sorry. Uh, another thing I probably shouldn't announce, but I muted my mic because I had to burp. Um, <laughs> We're going to leave those in. in oh, yeah. No, I'm trying to edit as little of this as possible. So, um, but yeah, so we signed Alan Robinson, who is that that's a good signing. Hopefully he can block because the Rams receivers block a lot. Well, he's a big guy. I think he'll be all right. But I, I was really I don't know where, what his track record is, though. Yeah, I don't either on that aspect, but I was really hoping that we could pull off like, you know, Cooper Cup, Robert Woods, Allen Robinson. Uh, There's still a chance we could sign Odell Beckham. But if we do, I mean, he's going to be out for quite a while. Um, Yeah, that that was a you know, that's an often overlooked thing for the end of that game. Jeez. Yeah. I mean, he just tore his ACL. So that's going to be that's going to probably miss. Yeah, I would think you know, maybe December, January time he could, but he's done it. What is this? This is the second time he's done that on the same leg. Is it? I don't remember. I think it may be the same leg. Yeah. So he's, I don't know that that recovery time speeds up any bit. Right. The more you do it. So. And we still have Van Jefferson who he's a fine, he's a good third receiver. Uh, When he, I mean, in the Super Bowl when, when Beckham went down and it was, Cooper Cup and then like Van Jefferson and Ben Squaraniak or whatever his name is. That was nameless, nameless guy. <laughs> I mean, that, like the Rams almost lost that game. And it's, you know, they eventually remembered that they have Cooper Cup on their team. I don't remember who said that, but it's like they yeah, eventually it was like the remem- fourth quarter and, <laughs> and everyone's like, oh, yeah. What about the best player in the league? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, you know, you know, the guy who had one of the best receiving seasons in the history of the NFL, like maybe we should just throw it to him triple crown yeah triple crown led the league in receptions touchdowns and receiving yards was first team all pro made the pro bowl super bowl mvp because of that game right but uh offensive player of the year like ridiculous and he was a third round pick like ridiculous oh, I did not know that. yeah in in 17 he was a third round pick wow so well, he he hasn't been you know he has not been at the level that he's playing at lately he was or, always one that it was like it was you were getting ready for him to break out. He's been having an upward trajectory for sure. But yeah, and I mean, this I'm year, sure. I mean, wow. Yeah, he got a good quarterback behind him, and yeah. all of a sudden, it's like. I'm sure next year he'll he'll come back down to, you know, regression to the mean a bit to use some stats terms, mm. uh, bring it full circle. But, you know, I mean, it. You know, if he returns to the mean, so what? Like. 1400 yards receiving maybe <laughs> instead of 1900 oh, yeah. what a, <laughs> like I, I could live what a tragedy that, that what, would a, be. what a tragedy uh so let's talk about your team you know i i talked about my team oh real quick uh my sister bought me a balloon like a mylar balloon for the super bowl still uh, floating. it's still floating it's starting to go away but it's on like week five and it's still living that's so, pretty good it is yeah, most of those you know if that sits in my house for too long, I'm going to pop it. Like, I'll yeah. do something, you know, like, oh, look at that all, that potential energy. Use a science <laughs> term. <laughs> Physics. Physics, yeah. Um. So let's talk about your team. You're a Steelers fan. I have to say that I hate the Steelers. 
Yep, yep, that's fine. Um, uh, they're better than your team. Historically, yes. at the moment, no, but... Well, we'll see. Maybe maybe I'll be a Trubiscaholic. <laughs> to quote the Bill Simmons podcast. That's right. They've... they've uh... Oh, do you hear those sirens? I do not. Okay, good. All right. See other things we shouldn't be announcing. <laughs> it's always more fun when you announce... Break the rules, you know? I live in a safe area, honestly. But there is some weather, so, you know, it's possible. Maybe somebody... I don't know. You know, technically the there's always weather. Right. <laughs> it's just, is it desirable weather or is it uh, notable? Right. Yeah. But, so you're uh, a Steelers fan. Um, you lost your quarterback. He finally retired. Lost. Yeah, well, he, he was done. He was done. I mean, he needed to retire. Ben Roethlisberger. He had a good ride. He did. Um, But so you were running with mason rudolph and Dwayne haskins as your two potential quarterbacks i mean i don't think anyone was really thinking that was going to be the plan no but they had they had their chance you know there was a season basically where big ben was out and yeah i mean there's just nothing impressive about either of those guys i think we probably would look around the local high schools and see who was available uh, <laughs> if it came down to that because you know at this point you know, Mason Rudolph, I, either of them, really, they, people had high hopes, right? That these well, guys we never were got to see Haskins. Behind. Right, yeah. We never got to see him on the Steelers, but he was not impressive with Washington. Rudolph was not good. Rudolph was just really bad. Yeah, he was he, bad. He wasn't even really a, probably like a top half uh, backup QB. Oh, no, He's, no. He knows the book, but he does not uh, deliver. No, he, uh, if you were going into the, it would, it would, no, it would not be good. So you guys signed Mitchell Trubisky from Buffalo, but mostly from Chicago. Right. And he spent the last year in Buffalo as a backup. Um, he is interesting because he's not awful. Like, yeah, he's one of those quarterbacks that tends to, you know, he's sort of nameless. You don't really think about the Bears when you think of, you know, a passing team. You don't. You know, you don't really think of their receivers anymore because Robinson's not with you guys, with the Rams. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I mean, he, um, yeah, I'm trying to make the most of it. I think it was a good move after thinking about it a little bit. I think that he was presumably pretty inexpensive. I haven't looked that up. Um, uh, I actually pulled up the numbers. Yeah. Let's see what spot, tr spot track, spo track. Oh, I don't I know, know how that, to yeah, say it, but it's, it is the uh, it's like a salary cap contract site. He signed a two year, 14 million dollar contract, including about a little over five million guaranteed. So okay. it's not bad. It's not too bad. Yeah. I mean, he's a starting quarterback and the rates are going up for those anyway, but yeah, I think it's it's sort of the right move if you consider our last season. And again, of course, the carryover is never one to one. Um, but, you know, if you consider our last season, if we had had somebody a little bit better under center, I have to think that we'd have had a playoff run, you know, a relatively deep playoff run with the team that we had uh, around there. But we need to work on our offensive line. And I think if you're not ready on that front, you know, don't get the star in there too early. Like, you know, the Joe Burrow situation where you get him in and then he just gets sacked. Like, right. Ten times right. A game. So, I mean, you know, Trubisky's so. a good bridge. I mean, yeah. either this works and he's good and you keep him as a starter. I think what's more likely is that he'll be like a bridge guy and then you'll probably draft a quarterback uh, maybe it next year. Well, and that's the other question. You know, there's the the local man, uh, local pit star. We got yeah, uh, Kenny Pickett. Kenny Pickett coming up here, and this is just before the draft that we're recording. So you know, it's it could be that uh, the Steelers do some crazy things and go for that. But they say this is a weaker draft class in general for for QB. So I yeah, think that's I I, why I, they I made would the like Trubisky that move. Decision. I would like that move. I think for them though. I, I mean, like he was a Heisman finalist. That story, yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't think he could be that bad. But you know, the scouts see different things. They are looking at, you know, the long term how they're gonna play yeah, in the NFL. And those picks just, uh, I was reading this recently, 
If you look at, I think Kirk Cousins may be the last of his draft class in the league still. Um, this is what I just read. Ooh, that was 2012. So yeah, it's only 10. That was years. Andrew Luck, right? RG3. No, Russell Wilson's still in there. Russell Wilson, you're right. Yep. Okay. So, uh, so that was fake news. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, but, I, 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 mean, still. I just think, you know, it is a gamble. And the draft pick thing, especially in this time of the season, you see people trading players everywhere for draft picks and stuff. And it's like, you know, these guys, it's a big gamble. Whenever you have the known mm-hmm. entity of a trained player, he knows the, the book. Uh, and he's going to deliver, you know, pretty much consistent results. Most players are pretty consistent at this time in their career. Mm-hmm. It does seem like a strange thing, but a lot of teams are in the position where, you know, if you're bottom half, you want to gamble. Yeah. But uh, you also lost a couple players. You lost Juju Smith-Schuster. Was that a trade or did he just sign? Um, I think he Kansas signed. City. Yeah. Okay, I didn't. I saw someone say that he got traded. I was like, that didn't sound right because I thought he was only on like a one-year deal. I'm really not that broken up about Juju. I think, you know, he was good. I didn't think that he was great. I thought he was a little overhyped. He was not a number one. He's a slot guy. Yeah. Um, And I'm sort of curious about the move to Kansas City because you would think that they're pretty filled up on receiver court. Like, that's the... Who would that be? Hardman? Hardman, Tyreek Hill. uh, I think they still have Demarcus Robinson. Is that his name? So maybe he would be comparable to Robinson or Hardman. I mean, yeah. obviously he's nowhere close to the the tier of Tyreek Hill. But no. Yeah, I mean they won't be hurting with him. That's for sure. No, no, no. Uh, and I guess our friend Brett said uh, James Washington. You lost him too, right? Yeah. So Washington actually is is interesting because he's been with the team for some time now, and um you know that's that's one of those things they say about the Steelers is that we develop receivers pretty well yeah Um, we turn nobodies into somebody's and the other team that does that everybody knows is the Patriots yeah Um, so if we're kind of the teams that do that it just seems like we keep churning them up and then tossing them out so yeah we'll have to see who comes through this year but I don't think we're getting it done with Claypool uh you know I think he's good I think he's got a lot of the right dimensions. Um, but I don't think he's necessarily, you know, I don't know that he's the guy who carries you to the title. Who else? Uh, who's Deontay Johnson? Deontay Johnson was very good. Uh, this year was kind of a breakout year for him. I might consider Um, drafting a, a receiver if I were you guys. Yeah, there's talk of that. There's talk of that in the line. There's a number of good, uh, tackles coming up. Yeah. So we'll have to see what what kind of building that they do. But I, I think it's the drafts are only going to get more interesting moving forward. There's a lot of NFL offseason stuff lately. I feel like the media is playing up on that. I love it. This love is. I mean, uh, we we got past the. I hate the scouting combine. We got past that, and now we're into free agency, which is so much more fun. It is. Um. But yeah. Signings every other day. You yeah, got Russell Wilson moving, Deshaun Denver. Watson. Uh, yeah, that's a topic for another day. Oh my gosh, yeah. Oof. I don't know. Do we want to get into that at all? Well, let's hear let's hear your thoughts. Uh, how would you how would you rank him from back when he you know he's had a little time on the bench, but how would you have rated him? Um definitely worth three t- three first round picks? I don't know, but I mean, definitely a great quarterback. I just think there's way too much baggage to have traded for him. Like, yeah, they, they don't seem to mind, though. I mean, they picked up uh, Kareem Hunt. You know, they got him after his, you know, his baggage, so to speak. It's So for his... those who don't know, the, the Cleveland Browns just traded for Deshaun Watson. That's right. The issue is that he still has 22 civil... Uh, cases against him for you know various like sexual assault and right they're technically outstanding cases right there's yeah yeah. like they're 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 not they're not settled at all right um so i don't know i just i wouldn't have done it it's yeah it is one of those things you know it's like we you're you're innocent until proven guilty but 
if you have 22 cases, you're there's a it looks you know, really bad. It looks pretty bad. It looks bad for the team, and you know you got to think it, there's a good chance that the guy's a scumbag. So you know, but yeah. the, at the same time, you know, maybe it was worth gambling because Baker Mayfield is just <laughs> yeah, he's got uh, like five different ongoing injuries. So. Andrew Brandt, I don't know if you follow him on Twitter or anything. No, uh, he likes to say, and I don't know if he came up with it, uh, greater talent equals greater tolerance. And that's kind of what's happening with Deshaun Watson. Yep. So, well, the, we're the, familiar with that in Pittsburgh, too, I will say. Yeah. You know, I'm not I'm not blind to what the Internet has to say about our outgoing quarterback. So, yeah, I mean, it's we love the NFL, but it's kind of a grimy league. There's, <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of issues with it. There's a lot that needs to be uh, addressed. Yeah. So yeah. I think uh, I think we're going to move on, probably get into the end of the episode. Um, I'm kind of stealing this from beyond the screenplay. Do you think you're the one who introduced me to that podcast? I think. Yeah, I listened to them and I immediately thought of you. You know, we it's we talk great. Movies it's so it's good. Like, you know, good hosts. You have good movie content. It's done by title, so you can you know pick and choose what you're gonna yeah. listen to and so just good. hearing some of the backstory it's like i'm not gonna sit and do all this research on these movies but these people really give you the deep dive but i like i i, I like their i want to just talk have you been watching anything cool recently because i've been trying to watch a lot of movies lately uh i did just watch let me think uh the brad pitt movie ad ad, ad astra. astra yeah i did i will say i don't think it was very good um, it's, it's one of those things that Becky and I, my wife were talking about. Um, it seems like movie, movie stars have to have like a, a space movie at some point in their career. Mm. And this was Brad Pitt's shot. Cause you know, yeah, Matt Damon do it before and win all these awards and stuff. And so he's like, all right, I can do that. And then mm-hmm. he couldn't, I don't think it was very good. Are you what talking about you the Martian? Think? Yeah, The Martian was awesome. incredible. That's in like incredible. I have like a top twelve movie list. It's in there easily. Mm-hmm. It's incredible. Um, so it wasn't that good, huh? I think I bought that movie. Oh well, you haven't seen it yet. No, I have a tendency to buy things like as on on a whim. It's riveting. Uh, it, and there's some very good visual, uh, and even audio effects that go with it. Okay. But it isn't, you know, it, don't expect like Interstellar or The Martian out of it because you're not going to get that. Okay. Uh, well, I just watched Free Guy for the first time. I actually watched it twice in like three days because oh, wow. I really liked it the first time I watched it. Um, you know, I mean, I don't know how familiar you are with the premise. Basically, I still have to see it, but I know people said it was underrated. It's it's one of the better movies not released in in theater, right? Well, it was in theaters, too. but it it was uh. Well, it didn't have you know COVID releases. Yeah, it, it wasn't it wasn't huge like it artificially you know, low. Yeah. yeah, um, but no, it was it was great. You know, basically the premise is that Ryan Reynolds plays a video game character who, like, starts to become like self-aware and like kind of alive um and i don't know there were just parts of it that like that resonated with me. i'm a very anxious person and there's a part where he's telling his friend he's like you don't have to be afraid and i was like oh my gosh i don't know why that's hitting me so hard right now oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> so then you watched it twice because you, you needed it for therapeutic reasons yeah um yeah. So it was great. I watched Spider-Man No Way Home for the first time yesterday. Yeah, that was good. It was good. Um, I think I missed something not seeing it in theaters, though, because it's, you know, the first time you watch it and you're just watching it on a TV, it kind of loses something, I think. Indeed. Yeah, Um, I I went and watched an empty theater. Great decision. But, you know, obviously on delay then at that point, because theaters take a little while to empty out. for Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but, um, yeah, I'm trying to, yeah. I just I guess. watched uh, Kate. I don't know if you've seen that. That's on Netflix. No, what is it? It's, um, uh, Wood, you know Woody Harrelson, right? I love Woody Harrelson. Okay, so he's sort of, he's in the movie. Let's put it that way. 
Uh, he is a character in the movie. Um, and so I, you know, you just watch the quick trailer that auto plays on Netflix and then you, mm -hmm. you know, you add it to your list and it's an action flick and I knew it was pandering a little bit, but I, uh, <laughs> so I, 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 it's, yeah, I was in the mood for an action movie, so I clicked on it and, uh, I don't, I don't regret it. I thought it was pretty entertaining. It's set in Japan. Um, so it's always neat to see like at least shots of other, of other cities and other countries. Mm -hmm. uh, and it's an interesting premise for sure. Um, it's not, it's not one of those that, uh, if you think of like extraction, if you saw that or, you know, the born movies, it's not going to be one of these ongoing series, but, uh, it was a good one off to watch for sure. Nice. Yeah. So, uh, I think that'll do it for our first episode of snorkeling with narwhals the next generation it's just gonna be snorkeling with narwhals but i'm gonna you know fondly refer to it as the next generation um tng tng because i'm trying to think so there was the first season which was when me and ronnie and eric did it i'm combining the two reboot attempts as the second season so this is technically season three of snorkeling with narwhals um and and unlike most sequels they just get better yeah we're like return of the king even though return of the king is not the best lord of the rings okay all right those are fighting it's, words it's the two towers it has the battle of helm's deep right but if if you if you look at the the whole you think that helm's deep just pulls it way ahead as a result of that I actually have lately been enjoying the fellowship the most. They're all there's great. So there's so much in the fellowship. There's like so much more story that happens in the fellowship than any of the other ones. Is it bad that the most boring parts of the sequels are the parts with Frodo and Sam? <laughs> it's true though. Yeah. Just the wandering around. Yeah. They're the most memeable though. Yeah. And Sam is the best. He is the best. He's yeah. awesome. His speech at the end of Two Towers gets me every time. See, I cry at the end of uh, of The Return of the King. Hmm. You know, laying on Mount Doom. Ah. You know, it's like, ugh. So good. Yeah. Way better than the Hobbit movies. And that's where we'll end it. <laughs> <laughs> and we all uh, agree on that. <laughs> we all agree on that. Uh, except I think Ronnie really likes the Hobbit movies. We'll have to have him on here to discuss that at, at some point. Anyway, I am Brian. And I'm Matt. And this or has Slippy. been a, <laughs> Matt, Matt, Matthew Gordon Slippy the Third. The Third. Get it right. <laughs> and this has been Snorkeling with Narwhals. Bye, everyone. See ya.